0: and welcome to this Archives of the and Childhood Fetal and Neonatal Edition podcast. Today we are discussing an open access uh, article from the November edition of the journal entitled A First in Human Clinical Study of a New SPB and SPC Enriched Synthetic Surfactant CHF5633 in Preterm Babies with Respiratory Distress
1: Syndrome. I'd just like to uh, welcome one of the authors of the paper to the podcast. Hi, um, my name is David Sweet. I'm a consultant neonatologist from the regional neonatal unit in Belfast in Northern Ireland, and we're one of 12 participating centers who were involved in this trial.
0: Uh, David, thank you for joining us. So this is a study of a a first in human clinical study of a new surfactant. Can you give us just a little bit of of a background and where the, the evidence has led us to uh, with synthetic surfactants up to now, and why this study was conceived and undertaken?
1: Well, obviously, for many years, there have been uh, surfactants available. And as the um, clinical trials have evolved during the 80s and uh, 90s, we could see that natural surfactants were superior to synthetic surfactants because they seem to work much faster. And the Cochrane reviews have shown us that they reduced uh, mortality because of probably because of their speed of onset of action. Uh, Obviously to make natural surfactants involves using animals and there's a big drive in farmer to try as much as possible to move away from having drugs which rely on animal sources. So um, the holy grail I guess would be to try and develop a product which worked at least as effectively as the natural surfactant preparation or potentially even better if possible and and if you can make a product that works just as well um, without needing animals obviously that that leads to the potential for um, upscaling and and much more of the product potentially being available.
0: Okay and so this as the title describes is the first in human clinical study of, of a new uh, synthetic surfactant. Um, could you just describe what the target population was for for the study? What type of study it was, uh, and what you were what were you comparing and measuring?
1: Okay, well, this was um, obviously a phase one trial. Uh, typically, phase one trials take place using adult human volunteers, but because this was a study of a surfactant preparation which needed to be administered directly into the lungs, it wasn't appropriate to approach people to allow that to happen. It wouldn't be um, ethically uh, acceptable or appropriate. So we had to try and select a population of relatively well babies that would need surfactant and try and use the as patients who would be as stable as possible, but who needed the treatment so that we could use those those babies to to test whether the, the product was safe and tolerable. Uh, whilst at the same time being prepared to to bail them out with the the um, actual surfactant if, if the product didn't seem to work. Okay,
0: and it was infants twenty seven to thirty three weeks. that was the population uh, that that was chosen, all with a established uh, RDS. Um, what other entry criteria were were important and did you follow uh, for instance the consensus the european consensus guidelines or was it a, a separately uh, decided upon set of criteria that uh, that were used
1: it was essentially the criteria with the inclusion and exclusion criteria were designed to try and pick a population of babies that needed surfactant but were otherwise uh, had a relatively low risk of complications occurring so you, as you said the gestational age was 27 to 33 plus 6. We didn't want to get the 24, 25, 26 weekers into this phase one trial because of the very high probability. <coughs> of the problem. They needed to definitely have RDS. So we defined that as needing more than 35% oxygen on CPAP um, within the first 48 hours after birth. Uh, they also had to have uh, documentation that they had no pneumothorax and no intraventricular hemorrhage before they got into the study, and in addition, there's other exclusion criteria, which um, you know, which which was again designed to mitigate risk So, no no history of infection, no history of prolonged rupture of membranes, no babies coming from mothers who were using alcohol or drugs, etc., etc. So, it was a very difficult population to actually find yeah. mm. um, relevant um, patients, and that's why. It, it took so long to to do the recruitment. Okay, and there were two doses uh, that were compared.
0: I understand correctly, so one hundred milligrams and two hundred milligrams per kilo. Is that correct?
1: Um, not compared. I think we typically poractin alpha, which is uh, the most kind of commonly used natural surfactant in in, in Europe. Um, It has a recommended dose of 100 to 200 milligrams per kilo. Typically, people use 200 milligrams for starting dose with subsequent doses of 100. So they wanted to not not compare, but to test the safety of both doses. So obviously, in a phase one trial, you start with the lowest dose first. So the first 20 patients in a cohort were, were tested by giving them 100 milligrams per kilo. And once that was deemed to be safe, then we proceeded with the higher dose with the 200 milligrams per kilo to see if it was safe as well. So it was an escalating dose per cohort study. And could you summarise for the people who are listening what
0: the, sort of the salient results were and how the drug performed?
1: Well, essentially this being a phase one trial, it was predominantly to test the um, safety and tolerability of the product, rather not so much focused on the efficacy of course. Which we yeah. to phase yeah. three trials. So this population being preterm babies, obviously there's lots of potential things that are going to happen to them anyway. So we had to record all of the adverse events. So anything that went outside of the normal range in terms of blood work or or ventilator settings, et cetera, were were carefully recorded. And then um, after each, initially when we recruited babies, they were recruited one at a time and followed for a week. And then all of the Happenings to them were reviewed by a safety monitoring board, and, and it was t- trying to determine whether what had happened to them was typical of a, a preterm baby's journey or whether anything untoward had happened. So, the first uh, four babies were recruited individually, then analyzed for a week, and then a safety monitoring board meeting before we could proceed. And then beyond that, the babies were recruited in groups of four. And really, um, it was just designed primarily to look at Uh, what happened to babies when a single dose of this drug was given uh, in terms of how they uh, responded, whether any untoward, uh, unexpected adverse effects occurred. And then also the study was designed to look at whether any of the surfactant proteins uh, were absorbed and whether there was any immune response to the new surfactant proteins, which had been added to the phospholipid mixture. So the study essentially showed that the, the drug was safe and tolerable and from the preliminary data we got on um, efficacy, it seemed to perform about the same as paractin alpha, although this needs to be tested, obviously, in a much larger comparative trial before you can draw any firm conclusions on that. Of course. Um, I
0: suppose that brings me on to that, that next question and I appreciate you may not be able to answer that as part of a, a wider um, uh, study group but when can we expect those next studies or are those studies in process um or recruitment started can you tell us anything in terms of of what's coming next
1: yes the phase two trial is almost finished i think in the united states so i'm very interested to see what it shows as well if they've been um, proceeding to phase two enables the recruitment criteria to include maybe smaller and sicker infants and so It will be very interesting to see how this new surfactant compares head-to-head with the natural surfactant in a a larger population of potentially smaller and sicker babies. Okay, well, David, thank you very much for um,
0: an interesting, certainly an interesting discussion regarding uh, the paper. And it is always good to have a discussion on these sort of first in human uh, studies that, that the, the people at home may be very interested in. Um, as always, we can discuss further uh, on the uh, various uh, interactive measures that the, that the journal has. We have got a, a Facebook page and uh, a Twitter handle at ADC underscore FN my twitter handle is at jonathan underscore davis three and david i do believe you have a twitter also as well it's at The sweet belfast and obviously if anybody at home wants to engage with the, the paper or the podcast uh, after these things have been published i'm more than happy to continue the discussion and, and david uh, thank you once again for being involved in the podcast